Michael Estelli, Jim Dwykree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people press better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people press better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people press better podcast. Welcome to the People Person Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me every week is Brian Sittler. He does declare. I I, I do declare. Yeah, sorry, I had to do it. Uh, 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 you you can do it several more times through the episode. It's going to be a roaming theme. Yeah, I think it should. I think it should. Uh, uh, back with us once again, Josh Boltz. Because we just can't help it. Uh, it it's good to be here. <laughs> The best part is you, you watched Superfan, didn't you? Yeah. So you saw more of Oscar doing the voice. Yeah, there was more? There was oh, more. God. Oh, yeah. It was, it was like, it, oh, man, oh. Just seeing somebody just fail so badly at a southern accent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I love that now we know he kept going back to it. That's yes. even better. And if you know the actor, like they talked about on Office Ladies, like he's like, he's He's a very much. He does a lot of improv. So Angela knew him through improv. Yeah, the, uh, Angela Martin. So he Martin. could have done it. Well, he no. He he was eating this shit up. Like the actor himself wanted to do this kind oh, of stuff. Nice. So he was yeah. having a blast. Like being horrible. Oh God. yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it's kind of like in. Uh, it's kind of like in one of the most popular things in that a lot of people know from Seinfeld is. When George does his answering machine, the oh. believe it or yeah. not, George is well. You know, Jason Alexander is a, a renowned like yeah, singer on yeah. Broadway, yeah. and and the joke apparently didn't land at first because he was too good. Oh. At si- so they were like, yeah. "We need you to sing this Dumb it down. poorly, yes. sing badly." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's I, yeah. I love that whenever it's someone's like, "No, do something intentionally bad." No. And somebody's so good at it that they can add in that yes. just mediocrity. Yes, you know, like yeah. they can uh, manufacture that mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are watching Murder this week, <clears throat> deep in season six, and I gotta tell you, after several episodes mm-hmm. where we really talked about. Not loving season six. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the episode that really turns it around for me. It really? Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I enjoy the hell out of this episode. Oh, absolutely. And I got to tell you, when I first watched it, I did not like it. <coughs> really? The really? very first time, this and Mafia were two of my least favorite episodes hmm. for the longest time. Mafia remains <laughs> one of my least favorite episodes. <laughs> well, yes. Murder does not. Well, I was going to say that this is, this is a great, this is silliness that is great. Mafia is silliest that is awful. Exactly. This this is a great episode because we have been watching slapsticky moments uh, sure from have. Dwight and Andy more than anyone else, but from from just about everybody at one point or another. And this episode not only leans into it, but gives us a way to make it believable. This sure. is a slapsticky episode. It is slapsticky. Yeah, but it well, has I mean, the beginning. It is. I think it's because the ra- the stakes well, are raised. I, I, maybe not slapstick in the idea of physical humor, but in the silliness. No, that's it what is. I mean. The yes. whole episode yeah. is that silly. But we're, it is silliness with a point. I yes. think that's the difference. Yes, but exactly. we're kind of back to that old... And not a stupid that, point. That vintage office silliness. Like, you get at the beginning of the episode where Dwight's giving his yearly symposium on the on yes. what's new in karate. Yes. Yeah. And uh, talking about a random cold open. And then and Jim, you know, you get even though he is the manager now, like you get Jim being like totally disregard and just being classic Jim with Dwight again, just screwing with him. Yeah. Right? Just kind of like you know, pranking from a manager's position. But but doing the thing that Jim does best, where he he almost acts like he's <clears throat> being a supportive friend. Yes. You know, yes. asking important questions yes. and stuff. You know, De- questions that he knows Dwight will answer and want to answer and yeah. demonstrate. Yeah. Furthermore, 
but and I think it's funny because that cold open to me is very much what we've seen for the last eight episodes, which mm-hmm. is the kind of pointless goofiness, the kind of bad Somewhat. slapstick where it's like, what? Do, of course, Dwight, this would never happen. Yeah, this no. is this is sharks jumping sharks. Right, and, and and the um the writer and by the way, Greg Daniels, thank you for directing this. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad oh, yeah. they got the master in. And um, the, the writer, I believe, is Andrew no, Daniel Chun. He actually said I uh, on on my um, research. Apparently, he wanted more karate Dwight. He was thinking back to season two with the fight, and he just wanted a way to and in, in, infuse that version of Dwight into an episode. Yeah. So it's kind of an homage, or but yes, it's sort of. But and but, it starts fine because yeah, it starts fine. with Dwight yeah. acting knowledgeable and, and just kind of walking the staff through some unnecessary it's, nonsense. It's already mm-hmm. ridiculous, yeah. and then he takes it to the end. Yeah, ridiculous night. Yeah, he, it, it, but I guess in in the spirit of season six, it works. Yeah, because we've seen this kind of ridiculousness all season long. It I, is. Yeah. I did like and Jim. Jim sells it well. Oh yeah, yeah. I I do like the little aside when when uh, Kevin <laughs> tells me he's like you pulled down my pants yes. and tried to choke me with my shoelace. Yeah. False. Uh-huh. I, I did, did choke. <laughs> like, yeah, I did choke wants you. To make absolutely you. sure that that distinction is known to everybody. No, I did. There's no, no did debate. Yeah, yeah. I, I successfully I tried. Off. And, yeah. and then he and then he uh, uh, ends it with a now come at me <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> he's expecting Kevin to just hurl yeah. himself at, it, at the guy <laughs> and Jim's little asides like oh god he's making you look so foolish right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean and um, evidently it looks like Rain Wilson was really going for it with the groin punches I gotta say I'm impressed yeah. like mm-hmm. that's that's uh that's not easy. No, I, I can speak from not experience like that uh, but, for know. hitting yourself in the groin. Uh, <laughs> no, no. on purpose. Uh, yeah, not not so much uh, yeah. from others. Okay, from <laughs> others. Most you. of us, unless you guys have uh, no. experiences hitting yourself, I have not hit you in the groin. No, to no. To, to really demand a point or um, <laughs> I mean, absorb in, the blow. At least we learn how to absorb the blow. I mean, yeah. you know, and I'm of the I'm I'm a millennial of the of the jackass <clears throat> generation. That's of, true, and uh, I still never. Hit myself. Well, you had a gateway there. I did did too. A lot of my a lot of my peers at the time did do so. Some did, but I'll tell you, I I (laughs) think a lot of parents were were freaked out that people would mimic uh, Johnny Knoxville and his jackass brethren. Uh Uh, Whereas I think some of us saw it as. I don't have to do it because Steve-O has done it for me. Yes. You know, yeah, it's like, do yeah. I need to stick a fire up, cracker up my ass and light it? No. Yeah. no. Because I know new... what will happen. Because yeah. that territory has been charted. Yeah. And we salute you for that, Steve-O. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steve-O, just a quick shout out. Dude is. He's awesome. He well, is I so like, awesome. I really done, like that guy. He's he's really cool. I've listened to a couple of his. I need to start pod- listening to his podcast. He's a really, he's a really solid dude. Good podcast. He's uh, got a good presence on TikTok. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Dude is. Yeah, yeah, uh, cleaned himself up and uh, really been a force for, for positivity. Glass. Yeah. Seems yeah. Non- Didn't seem poor, possible. P- poor Bam uh, Margera, though. I, yeah. I, that's uh, unfortunate. But not the force ways. of destruction that is Dwight's karate. Right. No. Uh, uh, or, or not the force of destruction of measles. Uh, exactly. Which is the <laughs> other thing that could take Dwight down. Which I, I, I do like that he was knowledgeable about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, they did it, even though it's sort of an homage to the what I was saying season two, like, they it's still done well. It, it is done well. And they, you know, they throw in the, I must be technical about this, yes, because that would take me down. I, I hadn't thought this before, but now thinking about the fact that that they are so leaning into some of the ridiculous moments, especially with Dwight, especially with yeah. Andy, 
Um, and it really comes down to like, sorry to interrupt, but it really comes down to just your your tolerance of it. Yeah. Well, and I, I have to wonder if there was not maybe a conscious decision in the writer's room to embrace a little bit more farce, True. a little bit more playful silliness. I think they know by this point that, again, it's it's it ceased being a documentary yeah. now it's a tv show it's yes. a tv and show. i think yes. and i think everybody has kind of at this point pretty much embraced that aspect of the show and it is very much a a, a balance it, yeah. it's a balance of humor versus mm-hmm. ridiculousness mm-hmm. if the humor is strong enough i think you have to maybe try and allow the ridiculousness especially six seasons in and i think this episode does a really good job of cuz i mean this is this is an absolutely absurd oh, yeah. episode, mm-hmm. but they pull it off so well that you don't care. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and especially on on, on rewatches, this turns this this to me is one of the strongest episodes when it comes to heart, when mm-hmm. it comes to showing Michael as a as a oddly capable manager. Yes, crazy like a fox. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the undercurrent of this episode is something. Very serious. I mean, yes, still serious this... today, but of the time. I mean, what, yeah. this was two thousand nine. So I mean, we're we're a year removed from that horrible recession that hit in the late two thousands. And I mean, exactly. that, that on the top of everybody's mind was, you it know, was still going. your company, your company could go belly up, and you know, your that's it. Everything you saved for with your four hundred one k, especially a paper company. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, it's just gone. And so you know, that is really. They do kind of undercut this episode with, you know, a very real of the time concern that, you know, to take your mind off of, do this, you know, this, which do any of you, but did any of you think when doing it, like, what are the rules of it? Like, how exactly does this game work in the sense if you were to actually, like, if you were to actually play this game, I'm like... I couldn't quite. I'm like, well, they seem to have too much open ability to interpret their characters, and and the boombox that has the seat isn't really giving much guidance. Like, I'm like, how exactly? Are, what are the rules of this? I have an idea. Odd game. I I would love to hear from the Tulsa comic community on how many of you have played a game like this and what happened. Right. And yeah. who did you play? And what was your motivation? But or I mean, it, well, it's usually like the the whole. My murder parents mystery. played something like this at well, a party. I, I guess I just wasn't aware that there were murder mystery dinner parties in a box. Like my yep. understanding of doing it was like you paid to go to a mansion, and it was staffed by you know other actors to kind of keep mm-hmm. the thing Going. wrangled and stuff like that. Yeah, and that it was a thing and Jenna Fisher actually on Office Ladies, she said she actually did some like mur- dinner murder mystery yeah. production. She was inv- she did some of that. Yeah. 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 And so mm-hmm. they and that's the thing, they would let it they, they would guide it through, but they yeah. would involve people who were there. Yeah, I guess yeah. I just don't understand how that My- could be pulled off in a box game that like you just pull like with sorry and yeah. and stuff right and, and there there are games like that uh like they uh, created this one like this the one writers was yeah yeah, yeah. there's one called uh, Bells, a dinner and a murder apparently yeah uh and, and that's um the I'm trying to see about how much it costs. It looks like maybe. Oh, right. Well, right, folks. There has been a murder, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot of murder Bur- and a lot poor, of intrigue. Poor Bill Bourbon, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, these, um, 
Yeah, there's murder at the four local deuces. magnate, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> the immortal murders. There's a there's a there's a lot of these murder mystery games, and I think part of it is you could dress you would dress up. Go ahead. There's yeah. well, well, there's there's murder mystery dinners and yep. events like that, or yeah. or there, this is just a board game. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm dressing up is not required. You but. can't. That was that was what my parents did. It was a New Year's party, yeah. and um, yeah, uh, and the person hosting it was like, okay, yeah, dress up like this is going to go with your character. Yeah, they actually like pre-planned to like have it sort of you know to get into it that yeah. much more. And and, it, yeah. and in those kind of events, there's people that are that are running it. It's it's essentially right. like a play. Somebody, yeah, there's there's an instruction in there on how you keep kind of keep it going, but it's definitely not as I. Think think guided as what we were talking about before well well again to yeah. be very clear there's, there's a difference between like a murder mystery dinner mm-hmm. which is like theater yeah. and, and a board game yep. so a, a, yep. and, 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 an, and an uneven board game which is what a murder mystery <laughs> game is with uh, a cd yeah so so in, in, a, in a murder mystery board game like that you've got one person who knows they are the murderer yep. and they just don't tell anyone right and other ah, people poor phyllis other people essentially just have to play the part Spoilers. of the character. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Whereas at a murder mystery dinner, I'd go along with the story. Go you've ahead. got an organizer and several people who are truly part of the cast who mm-hmm. are controlling the events of the night. Whereas everyone else, the guests, are are assigned roles and they're given details of the role so that they can role play, but they don't really know what's happening behind the scenes. Right. So it's 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 why that they can still kind of play a part in the theatrics of it, but at the same time still be a a a, a, a true player of the mystery. Right. And and, and, and enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. The per- so. It's always the person you most medium suspect. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yeah. those of you playing at home. Getting back into the episode, the uh, one of the things that I really liked though was the fact that. They kind of had a thing where they weren't sure what was real and what was the game, and I'm talking about Andy and Aaron. Yeah, I was gonna say, which yes. is a fu- which is kind of a right. as much as Andy has been played for ridiculous, this was kind of a nice kind of back to normal moment for him. Y- mm-hmm. Yes, he got to play Saint Andy exactly, and, and this episode is pretty. Pivotal, honestly, because you've got the beginning of the end of Dunder Mifflin proper. Yep. Because we know who's coming around the corner, and now you got the more they ramp up the Andy Aaron thing. Yeah, yeah, and and that we know in, in hindsight that that ends up not really going where it needs to. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing now that when I start when I see it start. Yeah, <laughs> but but at this point, I was kind of excited because this was the first time that I was really caring about a couple on the show. Yeah, the way I had Jim and Pam. Yeah, and it's fun to get to role play. I mean, in essence, the yeah. whole. I just love how his face Stupidly. drops when he finds out his character is her brother. <laughs> Nelly's uh-huh. brother. And there's a... Uh, and she just smiles. There, there's a there, great super fan scene. Yeah, there is, there is an extra scene Please. where um, I believe he's talking with Pam and Kevin's characters, and she's right there. And I, I don't know if this was part of the card or if this oh, was I, something... I, I think this is totally him. I, I, to I do, too. Yeah. I do too. Where he goes, like my parents were killed, and uh, her family adopted me, so we're not blood <laughs> relations. He's doing everything he can yeah, to try and help craft that really, narrative. Really, really <laughs> doing that. And uh, there's uh, again with this episode, uh, not not really so much that was were Pardon. scenes that were taken out, but just kind of like yeah. extensions of yeah. of scenes. Or maybe like a quick talking head in the middle of a scene yeah. that was cut, like when they were talking about uh, the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, the wall, the wall, and 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 why Michael wasn't, you know, Jim was exasperated that he's like, really, like you, a businessman, don't have 
a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, and it goes to this talking head of Michael where he basically says, $1.99 is a gateway to a lot of bad clubs and a lot of sc- – that's how I got uh, caught up in Columbia because, of course, Michael would get caught up in <laughs> – Columbia House. Yeah, but he goes, but it did, but fortunately on the the good outcome of him being uh, at Columbia, uh, getting into Columbia House, is he did discover his uh, favorite musician, which is various artists of the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was a great, great little thing there. And ironically, he's listening to one of the greatest of the 90s later on. Uh, A a true hero. Yes. A a, a true poet of our time. Did that... (laughs) Okay, am I nuts, or did that song kind of have a resurgence around then? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I, unless I missed that. No, no, I don't no. think so. I was in Austin at the time. I don't know. Like, I think I, it, no, it, I, it only came out a few years earlier. It was no, like right? nine, no, it was no, ninety-eight. It was ninety-eight. It was, it was, 90, it was yeah. 1998. See, I, thought, college, it, I thought it was <laughs> later, but then again, I think it was one of the. I mean, you know how you have certain things that are attached to your memory. Yeah. Uh, my, I, I think what I'm mixing that it up. That was the summer with, of Rockabye. Well, I, I think what I'm mixing it up with uh, is when I started driving, which still even this was in 2002. I was of course driving my mom's car, and she had a CD in there of song, and and that was one of the songs. Yeah. And I guess that just tethered to so this is you know that it was the 2000s. Yeah. It was mean? in its heyday. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I apparently, mean, I was I was mistaken. It's it's timeless. On that. <laughs> well, I mean, it was 11 years old at the time, and maybe. But he loves top 40. That's yeah. Michael. That is like, true. Oh, and yeah. and he loves to soothe himself when he's in pain. Yeah. And like he did in the Christmas episode with um. But uh, not purchasing the song, but just playing the, playing same. the clip of J- what's his face, James. Oh, James Blunt. Thank yep. you. Yeah, I couldn't say it. Um, and uh, but now it's a. Uh, but now he needs J- more Mullins. He near- <laughs> <laughs> I want the guy to come out with an album that says more Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> more Please, Mullins. I don't even know it. what. I don't even know. I think he's still active, but I, I don't. I don't know. I yeah, hope it ruined his up. life. I'm we'll just find out. Uh, but I mean, you know, I, I, he hasn't. He has not reached back uh, the heights. He didn't of... His last album was five years ago when he released Soul's Core Revival in oh, 2018. Okay. He has okay. uh, a uh, he has ten studio albums. Wow. Including uh, Soul's Core, the 1998 one that hey. featured... Ah. Uh, was that his first? No, that was his fourth. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, his fourth. With hey. Lullaby. Good job, Sean. Yeah, I, I will say the first three don't even have their own Wikipedia pages. Neither does his most recent one. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Come on, guys. <laughs> Mullins deserves better. It's funny to we hear... We stand Mullins. We stand a Mullins. <laughs> we stand a Mullins here we on stand the P4. By. <laughs> the quad P is a rock a on its way into the, <laughs> to the next generation. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but, but I, I do love the fact that, that when, they try to tur- when he tries to turn it back up, yeah, they totally didn't go with like however long the song was. They just made sure that you could hear the smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a nice touch. I gotta say, um, uh, uh, but but um, what were you saying? Well, I was gonna say too because there was the, you know, you do have at the beginning. Michael is actually freaking out. Right. First, there was more yeah. of that. Right? There was an extended thing where Doesn't he like yelled kind of like a little. Well, it was no, it was kind of like a little like bit that him and Aaron were doing where Aaron was like constantly making it sound like somebody was calling yeah. for Michael. And he was like, what, look, if you don't like, don't look at me when you answer the phone, yeah. if it's not for me. And then finally he's like, don't talk to me. Just don't talk yeah. to me. Yeah. Unless you don't want me to talk to you. Even if it is, even if it is and like, no, tell me if it's that. And 
he ends up making her cry. And yeah, he and then feels he feels bad about it. And then he's like, "Don't cry, don't cry." It's, it's... <laughs> well, don't smile either. But <laughs> it's, it's Michael's gone. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a, like you say, there's, it's kind of like a bit. It's kind of like a very silly comedic bit. But at the same time, it also has him kind of being not abusive, but kind of like berating her. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't really make him in a good light. And then it, it they really, were doing that. They were doing, cut. yeah, that's what they were doing. If you notice in early Aaron episodes, like she's, he's more cruel to her than like, yeah. It's like almost like his, um, hazing and we've yeah. seen that now for a couple episodes where in the deleted scenes there was a little bit more abuse towards her yeah that yeah i yeah. think that 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 is yeah. to br- yeah, yeah, yeah i've noticed yeah. that too which which that, is interesting that it does they are able to transition to the father figure yeah like that he is and he's essentially he's leaning in on that in this episode more or less yeah just trying to guide all the you know the family to, yeah. to stay yeah. to stay you know. Well, and that's really what happens oh. is, is during that Same conference room gone. scene, it's almost like a light bulb goes off in his head, and he finally realizes what he needs to oh. do. Mm-hmm. Well, he just remembers how all those games got him through his vasectomy. Which one? Got I... me through my vasectomy, <laughs> aka my operation. Yeah. <laughs> and Crossitas got him through um, his parents. Hol- no, no, no. Oh, wait, Battleship. Holly? Battleship was his parents' oh, divorce. And, and Toss no, across was Holly. Who was he playing Battleship with? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Himself, probably himself. Yeah. Probably, yeah, probably. It's, and it's, Cross the Toss was Holly. I've never played Cross Toss, by the way. I'm not either. But I like, I like the the cadence of the words. I think, yeah. I oh. think it's the one where you have the bean bags and it's like the tic tac toe. Oh, okay. and you try to something like that. Toss it into the. T- I could be wrong, but I. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I pictured. It, yeah, said. it is the tic tac toe with the spinning legs. Okay, that's, that's why. Oh, that's okay, what I yeah, yeah. Tossed across. That's yeah. fun. I, yeah. I never did play it, but it kind of sounds fun. Yeah. Um. Also, but no, yeah, he's got a bunch of games in there. Yeah. Also, could anybody else, like, really, uh, I couldn't really nail down Dwight's, uh, you know, political standings in this episode, because you get, when he offers everybody a job at Shroot Farms. No unionizing. You can't unionize. Yeah. But then, when they start playing the game, and Dwight's the butler... And he and it says that he's been overheard. He goes on this tirade about, about this is how you treat the working class. Like, yeah. I thought, yeah, he's anti like, Where is Dwight's yeah. where is Dwight's political leanings? Dwight's, all over the place. Dwight's political leanings are whatever benefits Dwight. Exactly. <laughs> yes, which is actually pretty accurate for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. His political party is looking out for number one. <laughs> They've got yes, they have their own selfishness. And then wait, what doesn't he punctuate it with I'll poison your food? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was some great there's some great moments from the whole cast of course Kevin's line of he lives on Sesame Street dumbass <laughs> yeah is such oh, a classic oh oh all the and into the um, the sweet because he does the sweet the accent there, there's it's a accents. talking head and there's a talking head with Andy right after that well mm-hmm. Well, we didn't study Swedish chef at dialect camp. <laughs> he, was, he was like really like huffy about That's great. it. <laughs> he really took that hard. Yeah, he did. He really took that. That it's Sesame Street. Dumbass. <laughs> really to. I don't know if that was an improv line, but knowing Brian Bom- Brian Baumgartner, I bet it was. Yeah. And- I like I like his southern uh, 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 takes as well with uh, and and he he gravitated right to that cigar, and, yeah. and, and like like he's a total like boss hog like oh, yeah. he uh-huh. he was totally channeling he that had well. the he had the big stack of money yeah prop yeah too. he's like oh yeah he's like slapping it around like <laughs> talking about making out by the horses yeah. the horses sorry. <laughs> 
We get another great classic line uh, from Michael when Kevin goes to uh, check the bathroom and he thinks Michael's been vomiting. And we get Michael's uh, pooping, you know how I be. I be number one. Yeah. And is that where all the smells are, too? Yeah. Or is this oh, yeah. world? It's a big world, a lot of smells. smells. But wait a minute, it smells like vomit. <laughs> he's already he's already gone. Oh, yeah, when everyone else is freaking out, too, there's a, there's a great scene yeah, in, the, a, yeah. in the break room. Where Stanley's just like, it's game over. <laughs> this is an extended scene. Yep. It's all, if I lose this job, it's game over for <laughs> Stanley. Game over, man. Like, what? he just keeps saying, <laughs> like, he's he's game over. And see, that that even struck me, um, strikes me, struck me. Um, I was like, wait a minute, you were happy to get let go in, uh, you know, back in season three. Right? Yeah. yeah. What happened? Like, yeah. what's... Uh, maybe it's the marriage. I don't know. His, his maybe his situation changed. Well, I'm not sure. But well, he, it does seem he, out of character a little it, bit. It could be. It could be that when the threat was before, they were just closing the branch and right. the company. It's, they probably got. He'd probably get like some sort of a parting. Yeah, he was supposed to get severance. Okay. Yeah. So so whereas okay. with now you you're not getting shit. Like with, you won't get. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Point. See, that's what I was thinking. Like. Yeah, but they still have the option to even if to be bought by someone else, and ke- you can be kept. But yeah, it's yes, a, it but we sucks. don't know that at this point. They but don't know that. It's still, a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. the big thing right now is they don't. They're not getting any answers because even when the, we have the moment of Wallace talking to Jim, he kind of gives them that one awful bit of news, mm-hmm. and then it's just yeah. like, oh, I gotta go. I got yes, you know? yeah. So they're yeah. really playing up the 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 uncertainty of the corporate situation. Yeah, and, and, and again, real. this is kind of like you know David Wallace isn't exactly like the most competent guy but what we've come to realize yeah but this is this is showing more of that that he's not really a good manager yeah he's not he's got Mm -hmm. his flaws as well yeah you know in this they give him a lot of flaws he's giving jim too much info without context and then and then abandoning the call like that's just a real bad yeah you know yeah what a shitty time to be a co-manager yeah yeah exactly i don't know or is it better to know what's going on honestly i I think to the talking head at the end where we learn there's been a lot of murder and a lot of <laughs> intrigue. No, I'm sorry. We learn how sometimes two managers can have benefit. That's you know, true. Yeah. We do have Jim kind of getting the knowledge and, and, and yeah. finding out what's going on and trying to like do the work aspect while Michael mm-hmm. is trying to make sure that everybody doesn't freak out. Working his ass off this mm-hmm. one. Right? The most work hard... ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I like when I like when Jim actually comes to realize that because yeah. when, when Jim gets fed up oh, with it and yeah. he actually yells yeah michael yelling drama. at him was great yeah that was effective drama but but i mean even jim at first like he's like michael michael caleb yep yeah. <laughs> and then you know like jim's had enough and then you go in there and you think it's jim that's gonna you know read him the riot act no, and pulls it right michael out turns around him. and goes no you idiot yeah they need this yeah and, and he and he really the the intensity of his voice like you don't see Michael get unhinged that much right and and it's it's quick it's because it's only like two lines it's like no no stop they right. need this right yeah and he, and he just it's 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 a really powerful moment and and it's stuff like it's that it's Michael going from the conference room to get the board game in the beginning it's the talking head at the end where the with the mom and dad reference yeah mm-hmm. and that's what i really started to see what a great episode this was yeah right. well because right. you really you have the duality of michael you've got the one that can be really serious and confident and, and emotionally intelligent 
and then you've also got Tube City. Yeah, Michael. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Thank you. Yeah, well, and that's a great bit too that you owe Tube me, and you get to, and, and you you have Jim filling in the why you owe me. This is such a great season in some ways because you get that is a that's, such a well written joke. That's yeah. where the co manager. That's where they like take advantage of the co managing, and, and, and they yeah. do a good job at it. Jim's yeah. face when he goes. So I do owe him, and then he just kind of like purses his lips like he's about to say something else, and then it just cuts away. So yeah. we really have to thank Tube City for this whole episode. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, Jim just would have put a kibosh in the whole thing. I don't know, though. I was kind of inter- – I'm like, I'm I, like, all right, Tube City. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'd love to see some Tube City. Yeah. That'd be a great episode. <laughs> Is that the Great Lost episode we never saw? Yeah. It should be. It should, should be. be. I know that's, it. that's the one they used for the Sega CD game. <laughs> <laughs> when they made the three different versions of the Office game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For each console. Yeah. I love I love the concept though that they actually semi think that Michael might have lo- might be um, have lost have like snapped or something. Yeah, yeah. he's and either stuck or he's snapped. Yeah, wait, they're both worse. They're both worse. Yeah, yeah. Worse? Both. <laughs> they're both worse. Yeah, and then a few <laughs> minutes later, you get another talking head that was cut, and I understand why this one because it kind of it's kind of awkwardly in there, and really it doesn't add anything more than was already in that. But they kind of go back to it, and they're like, maybe he's just, is he an idiot, or is he unprofessional? Yeah. Or is he a lunatic, or is he unprofessional? Mm. And Jim says something like, he's more unprofessional than the biggest lunatic would ever try to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, it, it, it's funny, but it I was like, I, I see. It's too much. Yeah. I, yeah, I it see why, much. especially because right after that is when Pam kind of looks across at Jim and goes into his office and they have that, yeah. you know, that real, like, what are we going to do? Right. It, it just kind of fit awkwardly. Yeah. So I, it, I can definitely see why that one was yeah. cut. I, I, it, I think it's hilarious that now we've reached an episode where Jim is the one, you know, being, and he's the, the, the slack, the once slacker is now Mr. Initiative wanting to keep everybody like, Oh, it's a meeting day. Great. Like right. he only oh, yeah. slacks it's conference off. room it up. Yeah. It's conference. Room. He's like loving this. Yeah. He yeah. only slacks off yeah. when things are good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, and I got to tell you, you thank it, you for clarifying. I remember it. And, and this, you know, we have seen characters kind of step out of their roles and it feel forced. This doesn't feel forced. No, no, this, no, you know, we talked last me- last week with Zampino about what a great episode Double Date was. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, Niagara, Double Date, and Murder may be so far the best episodes of this season. Yeah. This has been excellent. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it seems like such an out-of-the-blue... And we haven't even gotten into the characters. No, like Angela as <laughs> Voodoo, Voodoo Mama, Mama, Mama Juju. Juju. <laughs> well, and 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 her dalliance with the dark arts is because she was raised on Harry Potter. Yeah, that oh, takes thanks, on Dwight. a yeah, that takes on a whole <laughs> different thing now, doesn't yeah. it? And it's great because right? oh, she yeah. actually she Angela Kinsey is actually Southern, so yeah. like she gets to actually, you can hear it actually when she's like Michael, I don't like this game. It's yeah. scary. <laughs> like, you can hear her accent. Like, I swear to God, it was coming yep. out of her even then. But yeah. then she got up. Yeah, her dalliance with the dark arts. That's a wonderful line. I do love the way that Stanley and Angela were bribed to play. Stanley <laughs> yes. with a sandwich Turn, platter. Mm-hmm. Angela with baby carrots. Yep. <laughs> Turns right around. Yeah. yeah. She really likes baby carrots. Wow. I was going to say, and then eventually, I love it how... Eventually, the people who don't want to do it just yeah. go back to their desks and they're doing what they do. Yeah. The people that oh. need to do it are in the room and they get to do it. Yeah. 
And it's it, oh yeah. When and, they go back to it, and Stanley says, "Do I have to play?" and Jim gives him the shake. That's so good. That's yeah. management. Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. true management, James. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh god, how did they recreate even, the murder scene? How did we skip over? Uh, a, I, I want to dive into the Creed moment oh, of, this, so of this Thank episode yeah. where he's told there's been a murder and you're a suspect. <laughs> and Creed just all sudden, hey, that's great. Let me settle in. And I'm like, I want to know, like, I mean, obviously Creed is a wild card, but I'm like, he's got a lot of Creed uh, actually, like, did he really murder somebody? He's not taking a chance. It's 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 <laughs> two, it's one of two things. It's either a Creed is a murderer, yes. and he is arrested in the final episode, so maybe, maybe, yeah, and or B, he's just been close enough to murder. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like he hangs out with the Scranton Strangler. Yeah, yeah. he's not the Scranton Strangler. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think that Creed was definitely is... a. Theory. I don't yeah. think he is, but I think he knows who it is. Right. He knows it's Toby. He's done lunch right? with yeah. him. <laughs> Goes to lunch with the Strangler every week. Yeah. <laughs> they run in the same circles. Like yeah. The underground. Yes. That's totally what. Uh, yeah. Those uh, are the only two uh, options. Oh, oh, by the way, I should say uh, monkey see, monkey do. Monkey poo all over you? Is that what Monkey pee all, all over you. you. Yeah. And that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's yeah. a gym stream of consciousness sometimes. This is uh, worthless. It, like. It's another episode with great aside comments from Jim. Nice. Great random uh, moments yeah. from the cast. This th- They continue to use the entire cast so well. And now we're finally seeing them get the A and B plots strong as well. Right. It's, 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 it's a good. It's more ensemble yeah, and, it, and in a, in the best way possible, yeah. really, because you you get like the longest you know conference room scene of maybe all time. I don't know, like it's mo- it's eighty yeah. percent of the episode, yeah. right? It's true, yeah. Besides, like one of the party episodes where they're in there, yeah. yeah. And the extended scene there, there's a couple more where like Dwight interviews uh, Pam's character, yeah, uh, Deb Utant, yeah, Deborah Utant, yeah. yeah. Andy's really tickled about that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> love, love Andy's accent training even before we get into the Swedish Savannah. chef with the, with the like molasses just <laughs> pouring out your mouth because Pam sounds like Forrest Gump, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which she is not happy with that assessment, either. yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I guess, but Andy, Andy, Andy is a uh, connoisseur of re- regional dialects. Yeah, well, of course, and, like you said, actually, he went to dialect. Uh, and, and, <laughs> thank you. And uh, evidently, that wasn't a re- he wasn't originally supposed to have that. I can't remember who it was, but it was another character who was supposed to be the accent person. But Ed Helms was so good at it that they were like, yeah. okay. We'll throw you in on that. So well, we got to be on the Swedish Chef. And I love how Michael's Caleb Crawdad is, uh, in his own yeah, words, just you. taken from Delta Burke. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have to always appreciate our designing women. Leg- of course, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I, I love declare. that Jim serves that up just immediately. Like, uh-huh. and which designing women are you basing this off? <laughs> Delta Burke. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's lucid. He yeah. knows what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Except it's it, one of my favorite Michael characters, by the way, in a while. Yeah, Caleb. And, and you get another like Michael wildly <laughs> not. I mean, could Michael still be a virgin at this point? Because when his thing of Caleb no. Crawdad, he already said that he oh, right. took him whatever years. Right. Because, but <laughs> think, but right? still, but still his his with Caleb Crawdad being a ladies' lying. man. Yes, thank it's, you. It's flirting and cuddling <laughs> and spooning. Like it's never. It's it's like all this kind of more 
chaste, innocent stuff. Yeah. No. No, that's, that's Make them that, feel special. That's what every James Bond guy fucking does. You Cuddling know, the, and spooning. spooning. Yeah. <laughs> James Bond, legendary ladies man known for his spooning. Yeah. And I love it. It's just kind of a take, though, how he like has to say, like, oh, I have it so badly. Look at me. And, and, and it's obviously All these not. Women. <laughs> All these women. Uh-huh. Every night, another woman. Every, yeah. <laughs> that he's spooning with. <laughs> like... Oh, you know he's the he's got Big his spooner. own he's got his own ideas. Spooner. Yeah. Oh man, it's a it's a good episode. It's a great it's episode. It's a great episode. And I hope uh, I didn't forget anything. I don't think There's so. A lot on here. Oh well, just the ending. I, the Mexican standoff. Oh yeah. Is the great you know I mean if we're gonna go with and everybody else see what Ed Helms did to the camera during that scene. No, what's he doing? You didn't notice? No. no. He flips off the camera. Does really? he? He literally does this, and then like like mid like when they're all gyrating oh, around and stuff, wow. he literally does like this, and they didn't they didn't um, oh, blur wow. it out or anything. Wow, That's it's almost wild. when you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, it's one of those man. things because I hadn't seen it until this time. How many yeah. times have I seen this? A million times. Yeah, and uh, but he did it, and then they confirmed it on the. Uh, I was like, wait, did he? Just- he did. Wow. <laughs> was it intentional? Or was oh, yeah. It? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because he, he, like, he was trying to it, see if he could get away like, with it. That's the thing. Like, once you see it, you can't unsee it because it's, like, so obvious. And I was just like, how the fuck did I not notice that before? Yeah. Because wow, you're just crazy. looking at everybody. Yeah. And, and we all... don't see a lot of stuff like that. There's not a lot of, like, you know, penis on the Little Mermaid cover kind no. of moments yeah. here in the no. office, you know? No. It's definitely sort of, I was, just, I was almost like, whoa, okay, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did Drake tell you to do that? <laughs> right. We should probably also uh, take a minute and acknowledge that this is the 100th episode of the People Persons Paper Podcast. Hey. Oh, wow. A big birthday Hooray. for us. Congratulations. Anniversary, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a centennial? It, a centennial. <laughs> if you will. Our, uh, 100 yeah. years. Of 100. Birthday. Yeah, I, I forgot the fireworks. Well, so. and, and we are, uh, you know, after six plus years of doing this, we are one of the longest running podcasts in Oklahoma. And, That's right. Mm-hmm. And with 100 episodes, we're one of the longest, probably one of the longest running podcast ever just because lord knows how many of these darn things peter out and i'm not and i'm not giving back the uh, pandemic year that counts no that of course it counts (laughs) of course it counts we talk out at least once absolutely Uh, yeah probably yeah but happy hundredth yeah, and it's been Here's a it's more. been a wild ride. Uh, you know, we 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 started out uh, when we when uh, we were on a different network. We were in a different room recording back when we had a, a little independent studio. We did. Uh, now we are at our beautiful South Tulsa Satellite Studio. Beautiful as it is. Uh, and uh, in the last two years, we have moved to the OLA Ministries Network. Happy to be mm-hmm. here. And of course, only right now, only uh, seasons five and the the first half of season six are available. Uh, but we've been in talks about trying to figure out ways to bring back uh, the first four seasons of the show. You and uh, we may just relaunch everything on here. Fingers We're, crossed. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, but Brian, it has been a pleasure. Always, sir. And, I do uh, declare. Here's to 100 more. Even though there's not 100 more episodes to go, we're going we're gonna to figure it out. Uh, I'm, I'm down to for figuring it out. And Josh, uh, you have uh, joined us for a ton of episodes. Yes, uh, I'm and, always and, always a pleasure, and kind of Thanks, become uh, one of our uh, kind of our unofficial third <laughs> yes. uh, around here. Yeah, so yeah. You're the fifth Beetle. Grateful yes. to have you. Thank so. you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And we'll have you back awesome. here in a couple episodes. Sure. And, uh, yeah. Let's uh, do hopefully, that. Hopefully, uh, plenty more. Yes, a plenty more. Uh-huh. All right. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the People Persons Paper Podcast. Whether it's been one episode or a hundred, we have been so very glad to have you, and we will see you guys next week. The People Persons Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. 
OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. Sounds like a thing to... <laughs> What's her first name? Judith. Judy. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm on three hours like sleep. The look, the look, the look of you indignation that Hilton gave you. Like, I, wish, I wish everybody could see the look that Hilton gave Brian. <laughs> What's her first she, I like. It's Judge. It's Judge. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Oh, you mean like Reinhold, right? Yeah. <laughs>